Hey guys, how's it going? It's Chris, and it's another episode of Creatively Speaking. Uh, first of all, like I always say, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, I'm looking at the analytics, and I'm seeing that you guys are enjoying the podcast. So uh, with that being said, it's gives me the uh, enthusiasm to continue doing these. Hopefully they are entertaining and most importantly, informative. So what we're talking about in this episode is really kind of doing a, a really good balance between your business and your personal life, specifically on relationships. Um, and this is geared to uh, a little bit more of the established entrepreneur, but also a heads up to the new startups uh, and new entrepreneurs that are being born literally uh, every day. I'm noticing that the percentages of people uh, wanting to start on, start their own businesses are is really climbing rapidly month after month, which is fantastic to see and really the rise of the entrepreneur quite honestly has been around uh for some time um you know and probably in the last five to ten years for sure and it's constantly rising which is uh fantastic so i'd love to see that but let's talk about the balance the balance between your line of work specifically if you are a business and your relationship with your marriage or your significant other and how to really you know balance it out without there being any kind of conflict. So the key thing to keep in mind is this. If you have a home-based business, with that being said, that's fantastic. A lot of people do that. Uh, I think the home-based business, I mean, the home-based business was always around, uh, and then it kind of dipped off. A lot of people decided to have their own office space or studio or whatever outside of their home, and now it's seeming to come back to the house now where people can actually you know take uh one room in their house and really kind of you know make it a little hip and uh, a little bit more comfortable for their needs or what have you and they can conduct the business there which is great because now with the rise of online businesses services all that type of stuff great fantastic um the there is a problem with that uh, because unfortunately um, even though you have it in the house and you are accessible to a, uh, a few things um, being that you're in you know underneath your own roof uh, and you can kind of multi-manage a couple things be it business or personal life whatever you want that's fantastic but I would probably suggest maybe kind of thinking about not having a home-based business and really kind of renting out an office. Now, I'll tell you why. Um, three key things to keep in mind uh, and what you should do uh, in order to uh, not get into any kind of conflict with your significant other. First of all, you should set hours. Just like if you had a store or if you had an office outside of your house, 9 to 5, 10 to 4, whatever the case might be, set them. Um, Set them on your website, set them on your answering machine, set them up on your signature, email, just set it up. And that way the customers know not to call you prior to 10 a.m. or whatever, prior to your start time or after your end time. And though... Even though you are indicating that to your uh, customer base or your clients or whatever the case might be, you should practice that as well. So if the phone rings at, let's say your business opens at 10 and the phone rings at 9, you're not to answer it. If your uh, office quote-unquote closes at 4 o'clock and the phone rings at 5 o'clock, you don't answer it. What you basically do is you just start at the time that you're going to start, do your work during those you know uh, two bookends of time, 
and then you shut yourself down um, after the end time. Very simple, very, very easy. I know, and I know this on a personal level, that it might be very tempting if your phone rings after hours. The factor of that is, is that you don't want that to happen. And, you know, if it, I mean, excuse me, uh, if it happens, it happens, but you don't want to pick that up. If you pick that up, then it kind of defeats the whole purpose. If the customer really wants to get to you and it's after uh, the time that you close, trust me, they'll get to you the very next day. Or if, if anything, they'll send you an email. With that email, if they do send you an email after your closing hours, you're not to respond to it until the day that you, or till the next day until you open up. So really, really key thing to keep in mind. Set up a start time and an end time, whatever you feel is comfortable. And in that regard, um, your clientele knows about it, but you practice it as well. Second of all, uh, with having a home-based business, um, is distractions. And distractions can be very, very easily uh, around you uh, just for the pure factor that you're underneath your own roof. So what would that mean? Uh, If you have kids, if you have a dog, you know, let's say the mailman comes, you're in the middle of a business call, and all of a sudden the dog starts barking. That's a distraction. Um, And when it's a distraction, it can be very awkward in some cases embarrassing because you really can't cover it up. Let's say you have a newborn baby and um, you are um, you know, conducting your business and uh, your significant other had to just you know, run to the supermarket, I don't know, or go to work or whatever the case might be and you're manning the baby. Um, and the baby, hey, might start crying. You know, what do you do at that particular point? You're not going to let that baby cry. You have to tend to that baby. So at that particular point, the only recommendation I would do is if you're on a business call or what have you, if the phone rings, don't answer it. Let it go into, you know, uh, into your answering machine or service and then tend to your baby and then get back to that person. Um, but what about if the baby is crying during the time of the conversation? Well, at that particular point, you have to be truthful and just say, hi, I'm you know, working from home and, uh, I'm sorry, but I have to tend to my baby. It might to some sound unprofessional, but trust me, guys, it's respected. They'll understand completely. If they don't understand as far as the customer, then it's a little bit ignorant on their part. So don't worry about that, but that can be a problem. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Um, also, you know, with that being said, let's say you have older kids, you don't want to kind of get out of your office and keep on telling them, all right, guys, be quiet, shh, 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 you know, to everybody. It becomes a little bit annoying to the people that live with you. So that's another distraction. So that's number two. The third thing that's problematic when it comes to a home-based business is don't carry your business uh, into conversation after work. Now, doesn't matter where you work, inside the house, outside the house. We might um, talk about, you know, how was work today, you know, but that might be like about a two-minute conversation, five-minute conversation. 
When you have a home-based business, guys, well, let me tell you, in that particular point, it doesn't become a 5, 10, 15, you know, 10, car, 10 minute conversation. It could be a half an hour conversation. It could be an hour conversation. So you don't want that because it becomes tiresome and uh, it kind of loses the luster of the excitement that you have a, uh, a based business in the house um, because it's constantly around. The only way that that's, you know, cured, I guess, is if your significant other is part of that business. But with that being said, kind of going back to step one, when your store closes or office closes, if you will, uh, at home at, let's say, four o'clock, don't discuss it. The other thing I always say that this is not new to anybody, don't go out to dinner with your significant other and talk about work. We live in a life that there is a gazillion things to talk about. And uh, the two things that I always say is, you know, if you have kids, don't talk about the kids uh, and don't talk about work. I mean, those all have their spots. If you're taking, you know, if you're going on a quote unquote date night, I don't know, go to a movie, you know, then, you know, discuss the movie or go to a concert or go see a live band or whatever it is or, you know, something that has, I mean, like I said, anything that. Uh, you can talk about there's a gazillion things that don't involve your kids or your work so those are the three points kind of a little bit on the cons on having a home-based business but if you can work around it and it works for you then more power to you definitely you know go for it um now the recommendation of having a an office uh outside of your house is fine you know it's you know however you want it to be but you better make sure that you need that office uh if you do fantastic that in that case then those things i was saying you know as far as you know opening and closing well there you go you turn the key walk into your office you close you close same idea if you like owned a restaurant per se leave everything in between those bookends now if you have the payroll and the money to do that um hire somebody have them in the office let them take the majority of the bulk that's traditional office work you know what i mean take the calls take a booking whatever the case might be depending on you know uh post things online if you're selling stuff uh like on amazon or whatever let them do it. It'll free up any kind of tension and stress. Um, and that uh, always tends to be a problem. Sometimes if you have a home-based business kind of swinging back there that, you know, if you're, if you're manning everything, if you're wearing like 20 hats under the umbrella of your business, then that can become stressful and that can kind of seep through into your uh, personal life. So you want to avoid that. But I'll tell you what I would recommend if you're planning on leaving a home-based business, not getting an office, but getting into this work, work share uh, locations. I, I don't know what the exact terminology is to explain these places, but there are places called like um, Work Bar, We Work. Uh, this is there's quite a few of them. Pick up a magazine uh, by the name of Inc. Inc. or Entrepreneur or Fast Company, and they'll have them advertised. Um, there are a lot of national companies and there's uh, local. I know uh, Work Bar is, I think, Boston-based, but I think it's um, spreading. So what are these places? You you buy a membership, 
I guess. Um, it's not that you committed to it for a year or two. It's literally you pay as you go. Uh, you can be a part-time uh, member or a full-time member. But what it is is this. It is an open space area that has um, a variety of desks, rooms, offices, a kitchen, espresso bar, a lunchroom, ping pong table, pool table, very kind of hip and trendy. Um, What's great about that is that it is... Um, really fitted for entrepreneurs, for startups, for the most part. Um, there are people that have more traditional jobs, and they they become members of this. That's great, but I would say about eighty to ninety percent are usually uh, startups or entrepreneurs. So what's fantastic about it is, you know, uh, depending on what your membership is, you have uh, full accessibility to these places. Um, if you need to use uh, one of the private rooms, you would kind of like jot down the time frame that you want to you know rent it like you know let's say by you know between 12 and 1 if you're having a meeting so that way not everybody can you know listen on, into your meeting of course because it's private if you want to take a phone call you know whatever the case might be and then you have like the open forums where you know it's kind of like their own little cafe or uh, you know lunchroom and you know you can be a little bit more have you know a, more of a conversationalist right there um What's really intriguing about these places is that uh, being that you're kind of side by side with entrepreneurs um, is that collaborations can happen. Uh, networking uh, more in a more organic uh, way of looking at things uh, than uh, kind of forced if you're going to a quote unquote networking event where it becomes little bit awkward because you know hello my name is you know john doe of you know xyz widgets uh when you're in a work uh when when you when you're in these places um these co-working places wherever you want to call them it's organic everybody knows your name everybody knows what you do for a line of work um and basically it becomes one of those things that um, someone might see what you do for a line of work and they might be doing something different, but they might find an opportunity in order to uh, cross-promote or collaborate or whatever. And it becomes organic and it doesn't really become that awkward of a, of a meeting. Um, you know, do these places have a networking type of events? Yeah, they do. But quite honestly, it's networking with, with the other members. So um you know again it's not awkward you don't have to be wearing any kind of name badge but it's really cool you know they're they usually get them catered you have a glass of wine you know sometimes they'll bring a a speaker in i guess and you know educate them on a new line of marketing or economics you name it so those places are really really cool um and they're pretty affordable as well so i would look into that uh it'll get you out of the house you can set your times as far as like, uh, you know, a beginning and an end, uh, however you want to do it, five days out of the week, seven days out of the week. These places are mostly located in your cities. Uh, that's without saying they might be in your small towns, you know, who knows? The factor of it is, is that what you want to do is kind of research them, see what they offer, shop around, see if there's a couple of companies that offer these spaces. They're all over the place. And I can tell you, they are gorgeous. I mean, completely gorgeous. So if you want to take a break 
from working and you want to kind of you know take one of your uh, you know new friends that you might have met in these locations and kind of compete against each other on a on uh, a game of ping pong you can definitely do that and you know s- sip an espresso and then discuss uh maybe a little bit of a collaboration or you know small discussion about business and you go back to your work what else do you want it's a very very comfortable environment so definitely look into that um obviously just you know uh just, I guess, go on to Google and type in workspaces, and I bet you a bunch of places will come about and just see if there's one in your location. So that's pretty much it. I wanted to talk about that because um, the key factor of that, keeping that balance of shutting yourself down from your startup and refraining from talking about your startup um, is very key to your relationship. So if you have a significant other, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case might be, Keep that at your front door and discuss um, everything else. I mean, life is too short, so it's definitely a healthy thing. And uh, really, before you start thinking about having a home-based business, look at it. if it's a hundred or two hundred dollars a month to be in this work, you know, work uh, open work area. It's definitely well worth it in that regard. So that's my two cents, guys. It's Chris. Another episode of Creatively Speaking. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, it is Friday, October twelfth. I'm ready to start off the weekend. Hopefully you guys have a fantastic weekend wherever you're from. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, and if you want to learn about what we do, which are our premium scavenger hunts, definitely go onto our website, cashhunt, C-A-S-H-U-N-T.com. And maybe we'll be able to coordinate and host a customized premium scavenger hunt for your next occasion or your corporate event. Again, guys, it's Chris. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Bye now.